0: All audio podcasts for One Team One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit SouthernStates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team One Podcast.
1: I'm Nicole Tracy, former LSU kicker. You're listening to One Team, One Podcast.
0: One Team One Podcast is back, episode one thirty five. Um here with uh, Jack and Charlie. It's been two weeks. Uh we take we, we ended up taking a week off after the Alabama win. We had our um, own
2: Alabama hangover. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> what did we? I mean I us, I, and, I
2: us and Mike Denbrock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Denbrock um grabbed the wrong playbook. Yeah, I want I want to get into that. Um, not I didn't expect to get into it this quick, but uh, definitely wanted to talk about Arkansas. Jackie threw Jackie threw me. I'm off.
2: just making you know jokes and
0: stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so we have a lot to talk about. Um, obviously, we beat Alabama. I think everybody understands what's happening now with Alabama and um, where we stand. Obviously, we won the West. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, Beating Arkansas, we can kind of recap that game a little bit, but move on a little bit to uh, obviously UAB. Wait, what a trap game this could be! Like this, yeah. if this is the ultimate of all trap games, right? Um, so we can talk about that. I don't think UAB is good enough to do that, but uh, we can talk about that. Um, move ahead a little bit to Texas a and and also look ahead to Georgia, since we're already in the freaking game. Um, <clears throat> but before we do that, uh, we can talk about our sponsors. Uh, Give a quick shout out to uh, Bank of England Mortgage, uh, Patrick Michaelson over at Bank of England Mortgage. I sat uh, two r- uh, rows behind Patrick and his dad at the Alabama game, so uh, oh, wow. it was pr- pretty freaking cool experience to uh, not only be at that game, but then turn around and see Patrick and his dad who played at LSU. They were experiencing the game together in the stands, and I was just like, man, this is just. What a moment that is for those guys. But uh, appreciate it, Patrick. Bank of England Mortgage has been a great sponsor of us, B O E southernstates.com. Check them out online. They have a fast app feature. Um, you can apply for a mortgage or refi there, and then they'll, they'll assist you as, as it goes along. They'll show you the right products you need to be in. Call them at 225 810 eight zero five also river cities total maintenance uh lucas ragusa i've been talking to lucas uh there's freds uh, no lucas right there um i've been talking to lucas um he was also at the alabama game we've it's like you you catch up with all these friends after a game like that and it's just like man where were you like where were you like i loved that part of this that whole experience with this and lucas was there obviously and we were just kind of like in awe of that game um But uh, also, we were kind of debating on the best games we've ever been to, and we had a little bit of an argument with that. But um, So call Lucas in the North Shore area. can help with all of your AC heater. Uh, It's getting cold now. You need to get your heaters checked. Um, If you're you're smelling like burnt rubber, yeah, call Lucas right now. So um, call him at 504-841-3300, nola-ac.com, in the North Shore area. Also, yeah, Fred's. all right, so <clears throat> Freds and Tigerland was just off the chain for the Alabama game. Uh, we were there for Ole Miss as well. Um, they've been rocking and rolling. They're probably, probably a little happy of this little break that we're having with a couple of road games here. Uh, they had a, we had a road weekend last weekend, but then also um, an 8 p.m. kick with the UAB uh, game, but then um, another road game. So. I'm sure they're probably enjoying the reprieve a little bit, but uh, Fred's is doing their thing still. Um, oldest college bar in Baton Rouge, but also a huge event venue now. I mean, they just got all kinds of events going on all the time. So,
2: well, I mean, Fred's has been – I was out of town for uh, the Arkansas game, but I heard that uh, Fred's was kind of popping for the Arkansas game. Really? People even got there for the 11 a.m. kick. So,
0: so 11 a.m. kick, they uh, watched it there. <laughs> yep. Um,
2: if I'm in down for A and I'm uh I'm probably gonna be. Um, I'll probably go to Fred's for the six o'clock kick. You know, it's yeah. you know, the right place to go for that.
0: Absolutely, that would be a great place. I mean, they have the big screen. They have yep. they bring in the screens along the side of the bar too. Yep. Like they have it all set up.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they got heaters too, so it's not it's really not even cold even outside.
0: There you go. Yeah, they they they've got it figured out. I was talking to um I was talking to somebody today about Fred's and how they just they really just have it they have it. Uh, under control and they understand all the all the possibilities especially having an outside venue um but also i get to talk about a new sponsor we don't have a graphic up for him yet but just uh talk to them today uh the jambalaya pot they're actually right across the street from fred's and tigerland um they're right in the s p uh parking lot right there they have a food truck um they just started doing this food truck this year and they're going to eventually have a an actual brick and mortar store so check out the Jumble IPod. they gave us a whole bunch of food i got it sitting on my counter i just had some gumbo it was fucking lit it was awesome so Shit's uh fast. yeah go check those guys out they just started i think DoorDash as well so they're gonna they're just now getting off the ground uh what a great <laughs> way just set up in Tigerland. that's what a great start for a an up-and-coming business so go check those guys out and we'll uh, go check our, our instagram out because we posted their info today but um all right so let's get started sec west champs lsu the 2022 lsu football tigers
2: sec west champs tell me what you think about that yeah i mean it's like it's weird to think that we're going to be playing like in atlanta in two weeks yeah (laughs) that doesn't feel real yet um it just doesn't sound doesn't sound right it doesn't feel like a part of the timeline uh but i guess I, i'm down to go i'm down to go play in it you know i'll, I'll accept the invitation i guess uh if they're offering <laughs> yeah, right. <You> know, uh, <laughs> i don't know if yeah. i've tickets yet but it's around 550 a piece for the worst seats in the stadium not uh, yet not uh, yet so um i'm i'm thinking about making the trip to atlanta but just not going to the game because that sounds like a little bit out of the one team one podcast cast budget <laughs> yeah uh, just slightly really? uh you know if, really? two tickets is going to run you at about uh eleven hundred dollars you're not even really going to be able to see that well so if you want to see it's probably going to run you at about two thousand dollars so
0: yeah and i've talked to a couple of people about maybe trying to get a ticket i don't know if i'm doing that either yeah. um
2: It's going to have to be a deal, and then I don't know where I'm going to get that deal from.
0: And not not only a deal, but I would like to go with like a whole bunch of people if we're going to go do that. Like, let's just blow it out and like have like a huge party with it. Um, and I'm sure there's so many people going to do that, and uh, good for them, man. Like, I I just, yeah, it's just one of those things this year. You just weren't expecting to pay for that this year in your
2: budget. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this was not expected, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think, um, what was I saying? And, and then you know we're already what a 16, 17 point dog. So uh, if you're traveling all that way, spending all that money, you'd like to at least think that you got uh, somewhat of a you're, chance. You're within a touchdown uh, line of the team you're playing. So I don't know if I want to spend all that when we're such a heavy dog, you know. Yep. But yeah. uh, it would still be a fun trip if you if you do have the money. Yeah. And if you no, oh,
0: always always a fun trip in Atlanta. Um, and you know, uh, we'll talk about this game for just a second because obviously, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Georgia is to me lights. I mean, uh, light years ahead of everybody else in college. They're the best state. team in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they ones. are. And you saw them sleepwalk probably two, two weeks in a row. I think it was Kent state and Missouri back to back. Um, but whenever they had to play well against a good team, uh, they kind just of, stuck their thumb yeah. on them and buried them. Right. Um, I obviously I'm a, a huge LSU homer and all that and I'm thinking like okay you never know like um Perkins is spying Bennett and we'll get the Perkins I'm sure in a second like yeah you force a couple of turnovers hold them down you know get our offense clicking which is obviously probably the the part that just what the yeah exactly but um all that, all that to say, like I still don't think we're we're. I think that we should just enjoy being West champs right now. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this: yeah. this reminds me of a game that I went to in two thousand one, where we snuck into the SEC championship game. Tennessee was number two in the country. They were supposed to go to the national championship game if we if they would have beat us, probably uh, seventeen point favorite at the time, um, and we snuck in there. Rohan Davy gets hurt, Matt Malk, we win the game. Like, the, it reminds me a lot of that same situation, obviously different. Um, say, you saying Jaden's getting hurt and Garrett's coming in? No, no, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. Uh, no, I, I think it's a very similar situation as far as like a huge, uh, you know, a huge um, favorite. Going into the game, and we sneak out of there with a win. And we weren't, we, we snuck into the game to begin with. And it's I'm the same just, thing this year.
2: I'm kind of thinking it's going to be a close game.
0: Uh, I'm praying it is.
2: I, think. I just think that, uh, I think Jaden's usually going to, William's staring me daggers right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think, I just think that, you know, Jaden's going to, uh, when we need big games, like, I mean, you know, Ole Miss, Alabama, I think he's come up and made big plays. This is a clutch team. And I think if we actually, I I feel like if it's a close game, I think we'll win. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's either we win close or they blow us out.
0: I see that.
2: I think I if it's a that. close game. I think I think we're a clutch team and we've played in a lot of close games. And I think that actually gives us an edge in a close game against them because they haven't played in any close game. Oh, I guess Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. Right. Other than yes. that, um, hey, you know, it's Missouri. So who cares? Let me say this really quick.
1: Brian Kelly playing 14 games in his first season at least is not what anybody else – not what anybody thought was going to be close to possible, right?
0: Williams Mm -hmm. is one thing. Um,
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, William, in the house. Yeah, I'm going to keep it short and sweet for you. Uh, As an LSU fan, I feel like, you know, we can't keep saying – both of these things, we can't keep saying A. um You know, we're in the playoff. I mean, in the SEC championship, have a chance at the playoffs. We're a top-tier team, uh, and B, UAB is going to be close at home. You can't, you can't say both because both can't be true. You can't keep it close with UAB and uh contend in the postseason. Fuck UAB. We're beating them by forty-five.
0: Oh, I love <laughs> it.
2: Will out.
0: Will yeah, is yeah, out. Beach. Will has left the building. <laughs>
2: He said, "Great moments are born." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Will's always got a great miracle. Uh, miracle it's really, it's
2: really just that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, um,
0: all right, so yeah, let's just. Uh, the elephant in the room uh, is uh, there. Y'all live with a UAB grad. Yeah, um, he, he
2: actually <laughs> just left to go on a date. Little well, datey, do he did what? He just left to go on a date. Okay, okay, <laughs>
0: so he's not here to actually defend himself. So. No holds barred now, but um, yeah, so you, you'll you see some score predictions tomorrow when we post our crew predictions and uh, you'll see Sam's and uh, I'm going to have a disclaimer underneath saying UAB grad so everybody can understand where he's coming from. You don't
2: need that. Don't need that. Just let him make his pick. You
0: know. Oh, and just let him it. let everybody roast him for it. No let matter what.
2: Just let him make the pick. Don't say okay. anything.
0: Don't okay, don't I won't do that. It.
2: It's all okay. good. <laughs> okay. He knows what he's doing. He wants to smoke.
0: Yeah, he does. Want, he phew. If anybody was ever born to take the smoke. the smoke, if there was anybody ever that was born to take the smoke, Sammy, it was smoke. Sam, Sammy yeah. smokes for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. So we'll come up with those. I I don't know this. Um, the Georgia game, I, I'm just telling you right now, I, I, I see it uh, as a three touchdown win for Georgia at this point. I mean, just being completely fair, but it's fine. It's whatever. Like I'm, I'm all in, I'm all in like,
2: I mean these are both teams that get up for big games. I mean, you know, like I know William was just saying you can't say we're going to be close with UAB and then also have a chance to beat Florida, I mean Georgia. Uh but I think that's actually not true. I think, you know, this Oh, is, so this is y'all
0: like fighting think, amongst each other here.
2: Uh maybe it's a debate that just started, but uh <laughs> I think that, you know, cuz we just beat Bama and then we beat Arkansas by 3 with their backup quarterback. Uh, so, so back up in third string. You know, it's very Cape. You're very capable of, you know, there's no transitive property in college football. You know, you can be real good one week, be a top five team. And then the very next week you can suck. It's very, it's very possible 2007-esque. for 2007 esque. for seven. sure.
0: And I, I think, um, well, let's talk about that Arkansas game a little bit. Cause obviously you just had a defensive coordinator scheme up, scheme up a game plan against us. And, Made our offensive coordinator look like he didn't know what he was doing. Right. Um, there was a lot of a lot of blame after that game on Jaden Daniels, and um, I. Uh, why? No, I said warranted. Warranted for sure. I don't think he played well, but I also think that there was no adjustments made by the offensive staff to right. put him in a good position, and um, yeah, he didn't play well, but. The run, game the, sucked. run the
2: fucking I mean, ball.
0: Either run the ball or give him some short passes for, for Christ's sakes. Like there, how many times did we see they were, four they were four taking, verts? We
2: would run four verts. Like, I don't know that, Matt though, because they were taking away everything that was underneath. No, That's-
0: no, Jack. There was plenty of times where I saw they would show the replay. You had three wide receivers with their back turn to the ball, still running when he had pressure on him. Like, what is he supposed to do? There's no check down. There's nobody like to change your routes, get a guy like that can run a curl or an out quickly and get the ball out of his freaking hands. Like yeah. if you're going to have these guys running 20 yards down the field and you're hoping for the best for your with uh, no pressure, like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you after a week, whatever, like, Get the ball out of his hands. But what did our
1: offensive game plan expect? I mean, their I, backfield I fucking sucks. Everybody's hurt. Well, and they so did. They how do, they did how the, do they expect us to not attack it? Right. So they what did they like they did like a drop,
0: eyes. drop a seven and eight kind of kind of thing a lot of times. Yeah, and they
2: had like, two linebackers spying a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, um, and they confused. I, they confused
2: I, my thing though. With Jaden is like just throw the fucking ball though.
0: Like, yeah, just, I agree.
2: Just Now. Like, even if they're not open, even if he's covered. I agree with that. One, throw the fucking ball. Our receivers are just better. They're just better.
0: Yeah, like, you know you have one-on-ones, right? Like maybe
2: it's a coaching thing. Maybe it's not on Jaden. Maybe they're telling him to think like that. Whatever. Well, now we saw you that know. at
0: the very beginning of the year. Like, he was yeah, holding the ball because he I didn't know. want to and turn the ball over.
2: And maybe part of the game plan here was just, like, we know they're not going to score points, so, like, let's just be safe as hell. But we still had two turnovers, even despite being safe as hell. Yeah. So even if you are safe, that doesn't guarantee you're not going to turn the ball over. So just air the fucking ball out. Be I also didn't
1: utilize the running backs again. in the but, passing game.
2: And that's a big that's a big thing we talked about in the off season where just Brian Kelly games sometimes are just fucking boring. And that was this was like a classic Brian Kelly just boring game. I mean, as classic Brian Kelly as it gets, right? Yeah. And not sure. it, Kelly's a bad coach, but just like sometimes no, they are boring to watch and. Well, there's Zero we, aggression. On we off. talked
0: about a few of those where it's like sometimes you have these boring games where it's very close to the vest and you you squeeze out a win. Right. But then I, was, I would see a lot of times with Notre Dame um, games, if they played a team that they were supposed to beat, they beat the fuck out of them, um, which leads me to like a UAB okay. team, a UAB game coming in here. Like I could easily see us winning – you know, 45 to 10. And
2: yeah, I mean, that's not always true though. Cause I mean, I can think back to last year, I think it was like Tulsa or something like that. And they only beat them by a score. Uh, so that's not always true with Brian Kelly teams and that team. Well, won- I remember
0: like 66 to nothing games, like where it was I'm just sure like, there were
2: those two, but I, I, I remember a lot of times like with like teams like Toledo and shit like that, where like they would end up having a real close game. Like, and it was games that like it was close. the sc- the final score was close, but like Notre Dame was in control, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot like this Arkansas game, I felt like we were in control the whole game. There wasn't really, maybe, maybe at one point in the fourth quarter, like ten minutes left, where I was like, "Oh, they could like do something here." Yeah. But yeah, I right. mean, for the most part, I felt like we were going to win the game regardless. Like, I don't know. Um, so I, it's kind of. Just how he likes to play against those like teams that are just offensively inept. Yeah, he gets, he, he
0: knew, he, knew he had a backup quarterback. All right, can we talk about this backup quarterback that they were just like pupping to be like freaking Usain Bolt out there? Yeah, I mean,
2: no, he was a freak. No, <laughs> absolutely. Didn't, didn't. No, guy, it's, it's more run, of... he, no, no, no. That kid runs like a fucking gazelle. It's not but that. It's but not Aaron that. Is just that fucking guy. He's yeah. a, if that guy's, <laughs> yeah. a, if, that guy's a, if that guy's a deer. Hang on. Harold Perkins is a goddamn cheetah.
0: Like Harold I'm, Harold Harold, Harold, yeah. Harold him Perkins.
2: Yeah.
1: I have a quote from Kirk Herbstreit before the Alabama game that perfectly sums it up. Harold Perkins job is to spy the quarterback and if he moves outside the pocket, I hit him.
0: And I was like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. and that is a it that in itself is a game plan for our defense right now. That's how fucking good that guy is. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I have you ever seen I I tweeted that out after the game. Like, I, have you ever seen a linebacker performance this dominant ever? And the it was like wide margin yes, of yeah. course. Like, they've never seen anything like this. This is the most dominant performance. <laughs> but I, I can even go further than that. Like, that performance was probably one of the top, I would say, five, five defensive I'd performances say, yeah. ever in a game. By a player, by a single player, by any like player at LSU, three top of ten, top ten at least. Like that—that that was the most dominant defensive like performance by any, one player in a game.
2: I mean, he tied the sack record, so it's yeah, at yeah. Least, it's at least top ten.
0: I right? mean, it's it, the only people you can think of probably is like the honey badger. Yeah, yeah. and
1: right. you said that, and I'm like three of the five are in ones are probably another one. Uh, Like Kevin
0: Minter had like 20 tackles against Florida one year. Like Devin white White probably had a game, you know, it was like things like that. But this is a true fucking freshman who is like the best player on the entire field offense Mm -hmm. or defense. Yeah. And would you say that's right? Would you say that's true?
1: And I think Harold
0: Harold Perkins
2: is our best player on our entire roster. Jay Bramblett's pretty good, but <laughs> Yeah. <I>, say <laughs> Harold Parkins edges him out. Jay Jay Bramblett's having a year, bro. Nobody's that, talking about Jay Bramblett.
1: That dude could fucking boot it, but he also muffs a punt like a goddamn idiot, too. He's muffed two or three a game
0: sometimes.
1: Like, two the left. Florida State he had two muffed punts, pretty bad. And then he muffed one this week that was really bad.
0: When you say muff punt, what are you talking about?
1: Like he just doesn't him off the it.
0: side of his foot or something? Yeah, he just fucks oh, okay, it up. Okay, okay. You
2: mean Shank. A shank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah my dad. A muff so, meaning okay. Dude, gotcha. You said muff, and I was like, what is he just dropping the ball? I don't I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> mm. Jay Brown was got a leg. But uh, um, a leg. I, I was just making a joke. But uh Harold, yeah, Harold Perkins is uh probably the I mean, dude, he could be the best defensive player in the fucking country. Like Man. Name me somebody better. I mean, I don't. I, I yeah. I'm the same way. Like I don't, I don't know all the guys. This kid, this kid's
0: a first team all American. Like mm-hmm. not freshman, not any of that. He's a first team fucking all American player. Well, so, I mean
2: two weeks, two games in a row, he's been the defensive D-I. player. Look, right,
0: right after the game, I flip it over to the Alabama Ole Miss game, and they're talking like Gary Danielson. Obviously, is the one that makes this this um, this comment. But and it's not nothing against Gary Danielson. It's it was probably thought of. as like. Judkins, he was like, and this is our S- SEC freshman of the year, Quentin J- Judkins at Ole Miss. And like, he yeah. was just made that statement. And I understand, but it's like, at the same time, like, oh, like,
2: I mean, it's, it's a, he's close a great game. player. Look, yeah, he's so great. so Judkins, Judkins has played all, all, all year. year. Harold didn't play like the first five right. or so, yeah. you know, whatever. So fair. I, I mean, I could see that. And, and Judkins is going to have. Crazy stats this year. I
1: don't know. He leads the SEC like in four, touchdowns and yards. 1,400 yards rushing? Something like
0: that. Or over a, th- over a thousand, not 1,400. Yeah. yeah for 1,400 sure. is the guy from UAB that's coming in.
2: Yeah. No, um, McBride's fucking sick.
0: I haven't seen him play at all. So I've just heard.
2: Uh, Sam's been showing me some of his. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure he has. But <laughs> Harold Perkins. <laughs> oh, no, okay. But McBride's good. He's got the 1,400 yards. But the backup guy, too, he's got like 800 yards. So like okay. they got. Their, their top two running backs have combined for like 2,200 yards already. And this is like 10 games into the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean can well, you just, can you see, can you see anybody just coming in here and running the ball right, up, right up nope. on the, I, know. That's
2: why I think this is a good matchup, actually. I, I agree. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's UAB, so it's already a good matchup. For but, sure. Uh, yeah. Like, if, if they had a quarterback that was throwing for 350 a I, game, I'd be a little bit more concerned. I, the exact yeah. same way. But right. like, there's no way their offensive line's just going to throw our defensive line around. Like, I don't see that. I mean, if that, if that with, does happen, then Georgia's going to fuck us. But yeah, I just don't see that happening, especially
1: with the way Jocelyn Roy played last week against Arkansas's right. like, like very good offensive line. Cause they got like one of the most senior offensive lines in the sec.
2: And so uh, here's another thing about UAB that Sam obviously pointed out to me, uh, is that they had, uh, three straight losses in October, uh, against three of, it was all three of the better teams in the conference USA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were out on their starting quarterback, so they could be you know like seven and three, eight and two, but they're five and five right now because they were missing their quarterback, and they lost all three of those games that they didn't have them. Um, so that played a big part. In that. But uh, that's just a little tidbit. They're they're better than their record says. Uh, terms terms of- I, they
0: they've been a good team for the last couple of years. Their coach left at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, Bill They're consistently Clark.
2: one of the better teams in the conference USA. They
0: they always had a good defense the last couple of years too cuz Bill, Bill Clark was a great defensive coordin, coordinator right. leading into his time but um right. yeah, I just don't see this. I I think yeah. you would have to I don't know. I don't even know how they would pull up the uh, upset right now. I I think that uh it's like I said, it's an ultimate trap game but I just don't think that uh I
2: mean, I know how they pull off the upset. It would just be our offense plays yeah.
1: like Mike Denbrock grabs the wrong
2: I mean, playbook again. I mean, even I feel like even if our offense plays like it did last week, we still edge it out. Um, but if it plays a little bit worse than it played last week, then I think we actually could lose the game. But I think, I, you know, I think our offense is going to take a step up because I think yeah. they, they had their bad game last week and now they're going to step it up and play a lot better.
1: I also just think we completely misused certain oh. positions last week to... To nullify the rush from uh, Arkansas, we used our running backs, which were typically on a hot route on a max protect most of the time. Our running backs were typically the hot route on stuff like that. And instead, we used the running backs complete max protect with no hot route other than the three or four receivers that are out there. And Jaden. Yeah. And so. J- Jaden loves to dump it off to Josh Williams and to John Emery, and when John Emery gets on the outside, holy shit,
2: that dude is fucking fast. Well, yeah, that was a big part too. Is that I think I think John Emery was going to be a big part of the game plan. I think uh, it was too. He yeah. the first quarter. Yep. Uh, you know, he had three carries for forty yards. So, uh, what's his?
0: Uh, what's the uh, verdict on him right now?
2: I haven't heard anything.
0: Uh,
1: I'd assume I we'd try to rest him.
2: I listened to Brian Kelly's press conference Monday. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about him. Um, I'm assuming we'll get an update tomorrow. I, I really
0: do like the, the Josh Williams, John Emery dude, uh, combo right now. I think it's sick. And uh, dude, Noah Cain's playing. Dude.
1: It's working well.
0: Noah Kane is doing no, really well did. at kickoff return. Yeah. Which is no, like. What the fuck
2: is that? <laughs> where did
0: that come from?
2: What the hell is that? I mean, <laughs> that's, that's been awesome. a, couple, a couple weeks that's now. Hey, dude, he he had a couple like nice. I mean, you know, we only got to like the 30 or whatever, but just like nice little returns mm-hmm. against Alabama.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah, I, right. I was. That was surprising too. Course, I, I like, When I saw true. him on the field, and I was like, "Wow, that's different." I didn't. Right. think That was yeah. even a possibility. So, yeah, yeah.
2: something I thought of. But I, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, but I think Emery's Emory's definitely going to be. I mean, He'd they'll probably rest him this week because he's going to be important in College Station mm-hmm. and in the SEC Championship. Mm-hmm. You're going to definitely need him against. Jordan. All right, so here we
0: go. Um. <laughs> Where uh, Texas a m has got um, who they got UMass this week, which is a win. Yeah, obviously. So, I mean even even UMass, it's they're win. very
2: fortunately playing the worst team in college football.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's a, 30, 33 and a half point spread, by the way. Yeah, so, something I, like that. I, I never would bet the <laughs> UMass, but uh, oh, the yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. the under. The <laughs> under sounds great. The under sounds great. for nothing type game.
0: Um, see. but okay, so they would they would be four and seven. We, then we would have to win uh, to make yeah, them four the eight. Texas 4-8, and eight. Yeah. right? Um it's setting up perfect. It is. It's it's fun. Fun.
2: They're the, <laughs> the worst, worst team in the SEC. Dude, they play Vanderbilt tomorrow, they lose. I'm so convinced of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they play Vanderbilt tomorrow, they lose. And Vanderbilt just beat Kentucky, so it's not that crazy of a thing to say.
1: Right. My, my right. best friend goes to Vanderbilt and he goes, holy fuck, why can't we play AM this year? I and I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, we got to play them last year or the year year before that when they're fucking good. They got Kellen Mond. They got all these guys.
2: They had a tough schedule. They had oh, can a- can Alabama, play Alabama, and Ole Miss this year. That's tough.
0: Yeah, uh, Vanderbilt did. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, so yeah, we got to play Texas A and M at A and M, and I, I think uh, even though we have the SEC championship after that, I think that we hate A and M so much that um, oh, we'll we'll stick our thumb on them.
2: Okay, can yeah. we can we talk about something real quick with A and M because like. People always want to say, like, oh, this is not a rivalry. This is a made up thing. Like, they wanted to make this a rivalry. It's not. It's a rivalry. No, no I said that with Arkansas, but AM. No, no, yeah. I know, but people say it about AM all the time, too. And, like, they say, like, one of the reasons they hate AM is because it's not a rivalry. And I'm like, you're, like, contradicting yourself because you're saying you hate them. Like, yeah. you hate yeah. a team. Like, and we play them every year. Last game of the year. And you hate them every single time. They're your most hated team in the league. That's your rival. Like, I mean, this is our biggest rival.
0: It a- is. I think I think the weird thing is that um AM's got a rival. They just don't play them with right. I mean, They yeah, will, like, they will play them.
2: It's like but, we were their temporary, like, you know, patch. But I,
0: I honestly, even in the 80s, we played AM every year. From like in the 80s all the way to the nineties, we played them every year, beginning of the season. So there was a lot of animosity between A&M and LSU because we fought recruits over and over and over like Harvey there's Harvey Williams like we stole from A&M like yeah. overnight. Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of stories about recruits like that but um but also when you when you then get into the seven overtime game and um and then not- and then the Jimbo Fisher son like with uh with our what was the coach Kevin name? Falk no, the other guy, the other uh, assistant coach Arnsbarger. with the pacem- pacemaker, Arnsberger. No, not Arnsberger. That's something else. Is I forget. Falk. Oh, I forget this guy's name. I forget the guy's name. He had uh, the pacemaker or whatever. And that's when Kevin Falk got in there, and that was the oh, epic like, okay. picture or whatever. Um, that that game started it to be like, okay, this is like we really, really hate each other. Well, it's because um, you landed a punch on Daddy. And all of a
1: sudden, he's pissed.
0: Yeah, and we owned them. We own a them. Like they finally they joined the SEC. Right. They finally they finally they won. won one in seven overtimes on a bunch of bullshit on a bullshit calls. Right. And yeah. that was even more. It was like that was even more of a an issue. What's that? Steve Crackthorpe. Crackthorpe. That was it. Um, poor Steve Crackthorpe. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, stuff, I guess. that was that's why we beat the shit out of him in 2019, and like Joe Burrow was like feasting on playing and M. Um we we I'm honestly I mean we could have beat him in twenty twenty. Um Max Johnson uh, yeah, just we
2: had fucking well no TJ Finley started the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh yes, yeah, that's right. Ma- if Max Johnson
2: was gonna play the whole game would have started we would yeah. probably won the game. Exactly. Then, yeah, because TJ Finley came in, I mean, you know, if he started the game obviously and then he didn't score. Mm-hmm. Uh through the pick six, you know, our defense actually played lights out. Um, and that was like a ms best year that they've had in the SEC or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, And then um, beat them again last year. And it's like yeah, that That was why here. it was like, okay, uh, I
0: get it that A&M had the best recruiting class in history. But like, they are not
2: that good. Like, they suck. No, they're just not. They're not just not good. They No, I'm talking
0: about before the season. Just like looking yeah. at it before the season. They're not that good. Like,
2: I will be honest. I I kind of bought in a little bit. I was like, this looks like a real good team. Like they got dudes everywhere, uh, and like I not thought, just, I thought eight like, and four freshman class. But just like I thought that like they had the dudes. I thought you know Haynes King comes back, all that.
1: With, uh, with Matt saying they don't have
0: the schemes to be I a good thought,
2: team. No, I know, but their scheme's been I mean worse than ever this year. It feels like, huh?
0: They well they we've always matched we've always matched but, up perfect with a Yeah, like, right.
2: I just thought that, like, you know, their scheme's always been, like, you know, a little old. But, like, this year, it's just, like, more obvious than ever how old it is. And, like... I
1: thought... When Kevin Sumlin was there, it was a very forward-thinking offense. I'll say that. Yeah. Whereas, Jimbo comes back, and it's like they regressed to the 90s.
2: Right, but... It they have a great
1: running back, but...
2: But they, it was working for him the first, his first three years there, I thought. You know, it, like... 2018 obviously they scored 31 points on us in regulation and the seven overtimes um i thought that you know i thought their offense was fine then you know last year they beat bama stuff like that put up 38 on that 41 whatever it was i mean they were they were able to put up points and this year it's just like there's nothing there's i mean and ak's a good running back like their offensive line's good they got good players and it's it's Kind of, and not that it's out of nowhere that their offense is bad and that their scheme's bad, but like it's like it got worse. I mean, something looks worse, right? Yeah. You know it seems awful. like? like they haven't been four and eight the past few years. This is obviously a worse team, but with better players. So I don't, it feels more like a culture thing than it's about, I mean, the scheme's obviously awful, but like it feels more about culture than it feels about scheme. It yeah.
1: feels like the ghost of Ed O'Geron. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels maybe. like it feels like they're getting shit. They were they were talking all that shit after Ed got fired, and then Ed beats him in his last game at Tiger Stadium, and all of a sudden, shit just starts hitting the fan at A and M. Yeah, so
0: It's karma, just completely
1: karma. karma. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I'm talking
2: all that shit after 2018. I can yeah. see it. Oh, Kellen Mond. Oh my Fuck god,
0: he he got uh, he got cut by the Vikings. Let's, after just, his first let's year. Just, Get past UAB week because the yeah. next week Texas A&M Hate Week is just epic. Dude, it's just on I, fire.
2: I got I got a lot of, <laughs> ready to. Oh, you're
0: just ready to
2: click oh, send. <laughs> like I got some drafts, dude. I've, I've been saving these drafts up since like September, <laughs> so, like, dude. Because I mean, like they lost to App State like week two or fucking whatever, and like, dude. <laughs> the memes that I came up with after that. I mean, they're just, they're golden. It's good stuff. (laughs)
0: Um, all right. So, all right. We, we, we get past Arkansas, obviously. Um, then the rankings come out last night, uh, the playoff rankings. Yeah. Yeah, We're, we're already in the sec West, you know, we're the champs. So we're going to be in the game. Um, now there's a lot of like talk about, okay, where we're ranked, who's ahead of us, who's behind us, things like that. And there's like a, there's obviously a path to the playoff here. Yeah. But like, um, what are y'all's thoughts on like, who's saying what here? Like, obviously there's the Tennessee debate. Like where if, if say we say we went out and we win the sec championship game, does Tennessee get in the playoff? No. It depends on how Tennessee plays.
2: Well, and, I, and my, my question
0: is like, do they get in uh, over Georgia
2: it doesn't no. depend. It doesn't depend on how on, on how Tennessee plays, in my opinion, because we would have wins over Ole Miss, top fifteen, yeah. team. Alabama, who's Alabama, yeah. uh, and Georgia,
1: who's Georgia. We'd have uh, three at the time, top ten wins, and and, and L- Tennessee 10.
2: would just have LSU and Bama, uh, right. and we would have you know Florida State's looking like they could finish nine and three. They could possibly be a top fifteen team by then. And then the other losses to, I mean, you know, they obviously, they have the head to head win over us, which is tough. And it's a tough one to argue against. So I mean, the big thing that everyone's going to be talking about is, um, Tennessee beat the shit out of us. Yeah. I mean that, that, but like, (laughs) um, the big, the big talking points going to be Penn state, not getting in and whatever fucking year that was that they were the 11 and two big 10 champs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And they let in Ohio state over them. Uh, Although it was a little different. Penn State had the head to head win over Ohio State. And in this case, Tennessee has the head to head win over us, which actually might go in Tennessee's favor. It could end up being Tennessee gets in over us. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see it. But um, then
1: Georgia wouldn't have Georgia wouldn't get in because Tennessee would have to be the three seed and Georgia would be the four. And there's no yeah, way they're going gonna...
2: to be the four and Georgia would be the three. It, it, only... It's also, I mean, you know, this is all like speculative because like, you don't know what's going to happen with TCU and USC and teams like that. Let me, uh,
1: let me say this for USC. If USC wins out, I don't give a fuck. They're not making it.
2: That's not true. I don't care. That's not true. Cause they you don't, you're not thinking about what they would have to do to do that. They'd have to go to UCLA this week, get that win. That's over a top 15 team. They would have to, I think they play another ranked team next week. I could be wrong.
1: Notre but Dame. They, who's top Notre twenty.
2: Dame. Notre Dame. Who's top 20. Uh, and then after that, they would have to win in the Pac-12 championship against Oregon or Utah, and that's and you know they they just they'd mark up three very high quality wins in their last three weeks, and they would probably get in. But
1: but it's also at the time.
2: And, and hold on, sorry, uh, there and their one loss is a one point loss to a top ten team.
1: Uh, Utah.
2: Utah. Yeah, they're ten.
1: Okay. Well, no. Here is what I'm saying is. You beat UCLA, who's top 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's two top 25 wins. One was an Oregon State team that was okay, overranked gosh. at the time. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Washed. Um, UCLA, top 15, who's going to drop into the 20s after the loss, right? Okay. They drop, to, they drop
2: sure, 18 drop to 20, around, like, right? Yeah, they drop to like and yeah, to Oh my God!
1: Uh, Notre Dame, who would still be a twenty? Like, who's Notre Dame playing this week? I don't know. Okay, hang on. Um, you can look it up.
2: But either way, let's say let's say Notre Dame wins this week for the hypothetical, and then they'd beat them. Notre Dame would drop to around like twenty. Right,
1: twenty to eighteen. Right. That's three. That's three wins. Fifteen and below versus LSU. If say LSU wins out, get it? Just just for hypothetical, so we could say like right. LSU's got to win over the number one team at the time, the number seven team at the time, two number sevens. So it's three top ten versus
2: three top twenty-five. Uh you're you're bending those numbers. You're bending those numbers. Because you said LSU's wins at the time versus USC's wins versus how they're currently ranked you'd have to go with how they're all ranked currently so against georgia would be their the number three team bam it would be the number seven or whatever they finish at and then ole miss like the number 12 usc and we have two losses um usc it would be they beat uh oregon state who let's say they finish top 25 like 25 or something like that notre dame who finishes like 20 to 25 and then ucla the same uh and then they would also have to be Oregon or Utah who would finish in the top 15. So they would have, you know, 15, 22, 23, 25, whatever. Something like that. And they only have one loss, which was by one point in overtime. Yeah. So I think you have to put in U. and they're they're a conference champion, you'd have to put them in over LSU or you're showing conference bias. I mean, that's I mean, that's blatant conference bias at that point, right? Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean. They they would have to get in over us. And I think if they beat UCLA this week, they're going to jump us. That's what I, I think... was saying on Twitter this week. Is like, who cares where they're ranked this week? If they go to UCLA and win that game, they jump us. And it doesn't matter. Well,
0: they still have to play the Pac-12 championship game.
2: Right. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Is like who cares where they're ranked right now? For sure. It's all about a play out. Like every every avenue i try to think of this hypothetically it's all just it's gonna play out and like the I, it's gonna be obvious who the top four teams should be well LSU.
0: and i love i love that lsu is the chaos factor of all this like yeah. Oh, yeah, if right. they went out that like we just fucking we just like take a grenade and like we're uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm
1: saying i think i tweeted i think we've all tweeted it now at this point it's like holy fuck it's 2007 again and it's no like, we're what's what's gonna happen?
2: we're we're beating them I'm, I'm pretty convinced of that at this point um yeah i don't know that's it's just you know i think yeah and then like you know TCU, if they're undefeated that really throws a wrench in it because it would be tough to let in ohio state tcu uh georgia and two sec teams and lsu and then if UCLA, if USC's uh wins out, then I, and, you know, obviously I just said, in my opinion, they would have to be ahead of us. Um, so.
1: And you can't leave Georgia out even with one loss. Yeah, you
2: can't leave Georgia out. Even if they, even if we beat them, even if we beat them by 10, you'd still have to have them ahead of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It gets, it gets hairy. It gets very hairy. Hairy, like big hairy dog.
0: Full yeah. circle. We came oh. full circle. I yep. think
1: the next big game for me, though, is Michigan Ohio State because that will really. Because I think if it's a close game, there's a chance that both of those teams do make the playoffs. Mm.
2: One is a no, two and not. one at four. I just don't think either of them have high quality wins. No,
0: they don't. They have terrible schedules. That's the problem.
2: Yeah. And neither of them would get in over Tennessee because Tennessee has, you know, they beat us and Bama. Right. Uh, Obviously, they beat us convincingly at our Now,
1: place. what happens if say one, a one <laughs> whoever lost wins, a one loss,
0: Tennessee gets in before those guys,
2: before right? <laughs> yeah.
1: What What if both teams end with one loss at the end of the season? Then neither of them get in. Oh,
0: sorry,
2: so but, like, so like, you Ohio State wins and then loses the loses Big Ten
1: in the championship. And yeah,
2: you, then like fucking Illinois. Like shit's not. Oh yeah,
1: no that is. Hang on, the Big Ten West is a fucking shit show.
2: It's terrible. It's one of it's oh, got to be the worst. Every
1: of- team. Every team is four and three in conference.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. All five
1: teams are four and three in conference. It's like the
0: NFC South. Yeah.
2: Same thing. Yeah, the next two weeks are like gonna be a shit show in the Big Ten West. It's gonna be fucking awesome, actually. There's still a chance that
0: Rutgers can win it, I think,
2: right? No, wait,
1: no, Rutgers is east. My bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's like that's peak college football right there. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not talking about like contenders and stuff like that that's that's like college football at its best is just like what the hell is going to happen in that division um yeah that's going to be fun and then but who it doesn't matter whoever comes out of that ohio state michigan they're going to beat the crap out of them like those aren't yeah. none of those teams are good like any of them so not worried about that i mean if if someone if one of those teams did come out and pull that upset big 10 probably not going to the playoff at all
0: yeah, I, I think this is a down, a very down year for the Big Ten. They just have nobody else other than Ohio State and Michigan after them. Like Penn as far State, as like Penn, West. State's actually, Penn State's actually pretty good. I, I will say that. Yeah,
2: uh, but Ohio State and Michigan beat the crap out of because Ohio State. Yeah. Well, Ohio every-
0: State, Ohio State was in a really tough game with yeah, Penn State until the the yeah, probably like the end of the fir- fourth quarter. Yeah, they
2: fucking killed them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that They did. Crazy. It was like
0: twenty one yeah. points within like a matter of like. Like two minutes. Yeah, something crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um. So, um, that's long-winded. Yeah, I think I think um I, mean, I have- think I think that we're I think I love being the chaos factor. Mm-hmm. I love being the outsider. I like being the 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 guy to the party that uh, wasn't invited, and you're just there eating all the chips. I love that shit.
2: Um. So, <laughs> everybody's talking about us like. I'll say this about just to close it out on USC. uh, I don't think they're going to win out because like, I think what the PAC 12 is so famous for is just like, and just like, they're always like the PAC 12. It's always like, Oh, they have a shot. Like if this team wins out and then someone beats them, it's just like, they always have, they always have a two loss champion so they can never get in. Uh, And it's, it's, I think it actually is a good conference. It's just like, they have a lot of teams in there that are capable of beating anybody. Uh, so like, you know, like Utah and teams like that, like just under the radar kind of teams that uh, are pretty good and very capable of beating anybody. Or for some reason,
1: Arizona State shows up for a game.
2: Right, or Arizona. I mean, goddamn, right. Arizona came out of nowhere to beat, to beat Oregon last week. Right, right. Um. Yeah,
0: what do you think about, okay, so coach of the year, um, Heupel. say a hypo I mean do you think Brian Kelly's in that um, mix and he's in
2: the mix but it's hype I mean that, I guess... that's
1: decided before championship weekend I don't know or before bowl games right
2: the first round of bowl games and games, I guess if we win the SC championship then it's Brian Kelly wouldn't national like you would
0: obviously hypo but you would also start looking at Lincoln Riley right
2: yeah yeah good I mean you know I think it's like if LSU and USC both went out, then it's between Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley. Right. But if neither team wins out, then it's Josh Heupel. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's almost like uh, one of them wins like the Portal Award and one of them wins the Coach Award. The Portal yeah. Award goes to the guy who can get the best players and turn his team around the quickest. <laughs> uh, so, Caleb <laughs> <Yeah. Kayla> Williams. <laughs>
2: yeah, Caleb yeah, Williams and uh, Jordan Addison.
0: Jordan Addison. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, that's just they, – they slid a
1: briefcase under Jordan Addison's car and just kind of highlighted it. They're like, yeah. hey,
0: come to USC. Yeah. Yes. Um, do what you got to do. Speaking of Portal, um, we have uh, Texas A&M coming up. That'll be their last mm-hmm. home game uh, – last game of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll get to see us on full display. Um, all those freshmen get to watch us for yeah. the last game of the season. Um, who are some of the players that you would pick and choose from, Jordan Matthews? Let me go. Jordan Matthews for sure. Let me go on two, four, seven. seven. Uh, Evan Stewart, the wide receiver.
1: Is he? Is he one of the ones that keeps getting in trouble?
0: No, that's Denver Harris. Okay, Denver Harris was uh, actually leaning towards us before he got uh, before he went to A M.
2: The arm sleeve kid, the uh, Muhammad
0: somebody. Moose, Moose Muhammad. Yeah, that's uh Musain Muhammad's son. Ah, really? Yeah, from uh, old old uh, wide receiver from the Panthers. Let's see. That's I'll how fucking any, old I am.
2: I'll take any of the guys that were five stars coming out of high school. I'll take any of them. You know, what and, I mean,
0: Evan, Evan Stewart is like a light is lightning in a bottle, man.
2: Like that guy is unbelievable wide receiver. Um, they're twenty twenty two 2023 class, and they're number twenty three in the country. So it's a uh, it's a hard turn down. Um,
1: for oh, really? Edgren Cooper from twenty twenty. He's from he's from Louisiana.
0: Well, you I say you got um Louisiana kids, you got Denver Harris, Jordan Matthews, uh Jordan Matthews, uh is it Jordan or Jacob? Yeah, Jordan. Jacoby, Jacoby. is this Jacoby. year. Jacoby is no, no, no. this
1: Jordan is this year, Jacoby was last year. Okay, so, so Jacoby plays for
0: now. AM. Jordan Matthews plays for Woodlawn now. Okay, so yes. um yeah, Jacoby team? Matthews is the one we want. How about uh,
2: Shamar Stewart, he was top ten. Oh, yeah. freshman, him. true
1: freshman. Yeah, no, he was between us and Am uh, too.
0: Yeah, that kid's uh, a baller. Six,
2: six two seventy two, number nine player out of high school. I'll take him. Uh, Evan Stewart, I I don't know if they're brothers or something.
1: Le'Veon Moss, holy shit! How could I forget? Oh uh, yeah, running back out of struma.
2: Connor Wiegman. Yep. I'll take him. He he he's fun. Uh quarterback. The Johnson brothers, uh, bring him back yeah how about Max Johnson? Can we get him? Max and uh,
0: Jake? I think I, he's gonna have to sit out of here if he wants to do it again. you can, can only do it one time so
2: uh Walter Nolan have y'all said him? No, no, he was the number two player coming out of high school. I don't know what he's up to or how he's feeling about Jimbo, but if he wants to wear arm sleeves, he can come play for Brian Kelly. Yeah, I love the arm sleeves mm-hmm. um yeah, that was the stupidest fucking thing I
0: ever seen. So that what was... happened there? Did you see? The, did you see the whole issue?
2: Eh, I mean, I, saw I tried. To,
0: I tried to read up on it a little bit because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, uh, but apparently somebody somebody told them uh, these apparently are very entitled freshmen, and um, mm-hmm. they said something about um, you're not allowed to wear arm sleeves, and something about how there was a fumbling issue with people that were wearing arm sleeves, and so they and this is like a, a, a rule that's not just this year that have been like a couple of years that nobody was allowed to wear arm sleeves and Ooh. so then they come out with arm sleeves because um they're like you know we get paid more than you guys coach um so we're gonna do whatever we want and um jimbo. Yeah, exactly not not jimbo <laughs> that's the only one <laughs> but um i think that uh i think that um that's insane like i think that they 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 have a lot of players that are just a little... They're very entitled, and they need to get to a better culture, and Jimbo does not know how to handle this.
2: You also don't need to have these stupid fucking rules. Like, shit like that is dumb. Like, that's not... Like, okay, when you're talking about, like, having a good culture and having, like, good discipline, that's not what we're talking about. You know? We're talking about, like, giving effort on every play. We're not talking about armbands. Right. Like, that's not... That's not what builds a good football team is guys, you know, wearing the right uniform and shit like that. That's not that's not where we're at anymore. Like. That's just right. a, it's just it's it's like his offense. It's just it's outdated philosophy.
0: I agree. I agree. There's a lot of that with him. Um, And, it, and his offense is like I heard him. I, he every every press conference I see Jimbo Fisher on now, he's like defending himself. Which is the the worst thing ever. Like, it. And I, I actually feel bad for him a little bit, where I'm like, dude, this this guy's just. Uh, I I don't see him surviving this. Like, and I don't know. Like at the Five end of the year, he's done. He's
2: not getting fired. You don't think he's getting fired? Too quick. They're not going to pull it that fast. And it's too. I mean, I know you're you're always talking about how the buyout. There's no such thing as too big of a buyout. Blah blah blah. Um, I, it is a big buyout though. And, you, and he is you know he has proven that he can do good things so you you probably are going to want to give him one more year when you know you got to pay him ninety ninety thousand or not sorry 90 million otherwise
0: yeah I, I i mean i understand all that and i i understand it's more of an optics thing when it comes to the buyout and that goes for anybody look, look at what fucking auburn's doing like I mean, people, people are worried about paying Harsin a buyout and and trying to to hire Kiffin and saying that they couldn't afford it. And
2: I'm like, Auburn, yeah, no, Auburn can fucking afford it. They well, just that was, it's that was more why, about that was why we didn't end up getting Jimbo is because F King said that the optics. Yeah, it was bad. the optics buyout yep. on less miles and then yep. taking Jimbo. And yes, you know that actually I guess worked out pretty well. But I agree. Um, so yeah, that's again
0: with A and M, like that's what it would be. But like at the same time, if it's like a catch twenty two, I get not firing him because you gotta you gotta pay so much more money. But like when you're when you're paying him the amount of money that you're already paying him, and you have him under contract for so long, like it you, it makes it to where your hand gets tied a little bit, to where you need to make this decision because you have a lot of money invested in him that. Um, if you yeah. can afford it, go ahead and get rid of the guy. You're four and eight, fucking. You're fucking four and eight. Yeah. Like, you're paying him way too much money to be four and eight. How much money is that per per win? Like, it's crazy. Like to to think about it that way. Like that's at LSU, you'd be what, fucking fired. You're Ten. You're how, how, what would Brian Kelly's record had to been this year to be fired first year? One win. I know it's not really the same, like, um, what is his buyout? First off, three and nine. I think they'd eat it. I think, yeah, I think, I think if I think think if if, survive, but I I agree, four and eight, probably survives three and nine. I think he gets fired. I think so. It also depends on the games. I agree with that. But say, (laughs) say you win like three nine conference games,
2: yeah, like you lose Florida State, you beat Southern New Mexico, and uh, UAB. If
1: and if it's and like uh, all the Scott Frost, where every single one of his wins or losses the year, uh, this year, last year, or not this year, last year and the year before were all one score losses. Yeah, so that's why they kept hanging on,
0: right? One
1: score games.
0: I think years. they I think they hung on we're two two years, years too long with Scott Frost. We're just not Nebraska too. I agree. I, I think I think Nebraska held on way too long to Scott Frost. But it's a, um,
1: it's a first year coach. If he's got nine losses that are one score losses, I think you eat it for the next year.
2: But if you go three and nine, they're not all one score losses. Well there's no, and, chance. There's no chance. We if we were that bad of a team to go three and nine, we wouldn't have played Bama to a one score game. We wouldn't have played. Well, we, so are we you been some blowouts you just said something about am
0: you just said something about a m like so last year obviously number one recruiting class in the country this year coming in they're at what 23 you said
1: I'm like at oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can look at it
2: 22 maybe
0: that's already telling you where things are like it's telling you that you're on a major decline and you hit <laughs> you hit it big with all the money that you spent which is great but now you're probably even trying to spend the money and you can't even get people to you now. Yeah, like 23. Like, bro, that fucking, that, that's. Well, I,
1: I said it, I think when we first started talking about NIL, I think I said it. I said, people are going to overspend in the first two, three years. People are going to fucking overspend in NIL no matter what. And then you'll see it start to level off because they realize this isn't exactly an investment. The only, the only way you make money back is if your team wins. But, how much money are you making back if so? There's only one national champion and there's only four playoff spots. Mm-hmm. How much money are you making when you go to those bowl games? Yeah, so but I think it's just being. It.
0: I, I think it's just being on the upturn of a program, and like obviously LSU's on an upturn, but like AM is on a major decline, like major. And you can say, obviously, I saw a stat this weekend. I, I don't know what game I was watching, but it was like. Maybe it was the the Auburn when Auburn beat A um, and M that um like the most snaps played by freshmen in the SEC this year, and it was like Texas A and M by far, like probably tripled anybody else that had like the most snaps played by freshmen of any other school. I think LSU was third, but like um I understand all that, and you're playing a lot of these guys because you 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 brought them in. Uh, I mean they're great guys, but like. You can't develop. The, we have two fucking true freshmen, like tackles. Like, yep. <laughs> you think that's ideal? No, We're, we just won the West. Yeah, like you got to You got to produce, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Like,
2: yep. Yeah, I mean, you can't just <laughs> you can't just win one game. In this you season.
0: brought the best fucking recruiting class in the history of college football. Like, mm-hmm. you can't win four games.
2: No, and like, and they're gonna leave too. Yeah, they're going to leave. It's going to be
0: an exit. So, okay, so that would be a question. is like, okay, does Jimbo keep his job? And then all of a sudden the portal opens and all these guys leave. Does he still keep his job? <laughs> like, do you – I mean, can you go back and say, yeah, I don't know. This might not have been a great decision. Go ahead and go now. Like, I don't I mean, know. I mean, I could see them losing, like, ten guys out of that recruiting class. I think
2: – but, I mean, you fire them or not, they're going to leave because they're not going to stay for, like oh. – a. Uh, sure for sure no it's more at
0: that point it's more about like okay you couldn't get this done Jimbo not only could you not win with them you couldn't even keep them for the second year
2: and like, you know you can say they're entitled whatever this is like so many guys you can't say they're all entitled
0: I agree I they're think it's more playing. of a I think it's more of the culture that he has in place these are
2: all guys that like decided to go to college station to play football and all be yeah. for money but like like they're all really good players like yeah they're not all like entitled like douchebags you know what i mean maybe one or two of them is but you know i mean these are you know they're fucking kids too
0: well it's like i mean it's like uh zach evans coming out of high school i mean he left his own fucking high school football team and he he ends up going to the under armor all-american game and he didn't even have a high school like because he had quit the team like he was a he was a hothead, and, like, nobody really recruited him hard. He ended up going to, to TCU. Now he's at, at Ole Miss. I mean, he's a great running back. And I think he's got himself together now. But it's, like, some of those kids need, like, environments where they're going to be – it's going to be suited for them to, like, be successful. And right now, I don't see that with a and I think they all came in there thinking that they were all going to be um, just, like – the dream team coming in and running shit and they go into a locker room running shit. And like, I think there's probably a culture issue with some of the guys that were probably there. And then these guys coming in and they're making money and they're not making money. And there's a lot of that shit. I mean, it's an NIL disaster. Uh, You know what it reminds me
1: of is it, it reminds me of our 2020 class with Eric Gilbert, Eli Ricks, right? Eric Gilbert, Eli Ricks, Max Johnson, TJ all came in in the same 2020 class. How many of those guys other than K Sean is still here? K Sean. I mean, (laughs) let's look, hang on. You know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden the culture is a little bit different.
2: Yeah, but it's not, I just think even with those guys though, I mean, maybe Gilbert was like a head case that you were never going to figure out because he's got some significant off the field stuff. Um, but like a guy like Eli Ricks, like if we would have had a winning culture here already, you know, if he would have come here, if say he was a freshman now and he came here under Brian Kelly, he yeah. wouldn't have been this like head case kind of guy or whatever. You know, because like now he's starting for Alabama. Now he's like he's doing fine. He's under the right winning culture, all that, you know, yeah. coach beak, blah, blah, blah. Um,
1: I, I say that he, I forget he's, BJ he's, was a part of that class
2: playing well. Oh yeah, BJ too. That's great. Um yeah, it was a great class. But um you yeah, know, I just think it's it's all about like the culture that you set and like these are all very malleable kids and they're all really good at football, you know. It's like if you put them in a in the right culture like, you know, what Alabama does every year, uh they're going to produce and they're going to turn out to be real good football players. Yeah, for sure. Mostly. I mean, the vast majority of them will
0: isn't it funny to see like Eli Ricks takes so long to get on the field? And then finally, when he gets on the field, he, he, he's Eli Ricks again, right? Like, yeah. but it took so long to kind of get that. like, I, I almost feel like it was an old culture that he had in his head. And then he gets to this new system that's like a professional system and he has to get his arms around it. Like, he doesn't know how to act in that system yet. And I think, like,
2: you know, I think it all stemmed from how poorly Coach O handled COVID. Cause he just let. I mean, when COVID hit, it was like he let guys do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah, it was really just like that. And uh, you know, Jamal, John, John,
0: John Emery, like, it's, oh it's, yeah,
2: with the grades for sure. Yeah,
0: didn't even it, like. It, it's like he didn't even go to class like <laughs> yeah. during that whole year. And it's like everybody let things slip,
2: and then he still
0: paid for it this year. Like it's crazy. You
2: what uh, Brian Kelly said about Micah Baskerville this week? What's up? I thought that was fascinating. He said, um, he said, I think of a guy like Micah Baskerville and how he, because I think they asked him about like senior night or something like that. And like, just like how the culture's changed. He says, I think of a guy like Micah Baskerville who everyone said before I got here that uh, he didn't really care about going to class. He didn't care about his grades. He wasn't a hard worker. uh, And now he's like, you know, one of the hardest workers on the team. He's really enthusiastic about his grades, all this. And I'm like, you're Whoa. just openly saying that he <laughs> didn't care about his grades, or like. Oh, I love, I love the way yeah. he says
0: stuff like that. Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I love how like candid Brian Kelly is and stuff yeah. like that, where he's just like, "No, this guy wasn't. He didn't understand how to, how to do things, and now he understands how to do things."
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also kind of backhanded to the administration too, and he's just like, "Look, I'm fucking. This is." Uh, these are my players. I'm well, going to make
2: sure they get the grades less, they need. I, I feel like it's more directed towards like pass,
1: cool, Lit, sure.
0: but you, literally there is nobody like even in the in, even in the football ops administration building like yeah, there's they're not there anymore. Like he when he cleaned house, he cleaned house. Like yeah. you got Verge Osbury. He's got a secretary basically. Like there's only a couple of people like that knew anything other than that. Like um. It's all new people. Virg so, is on I his think, way out, right? Oh, I'm sure he is. Um, but it's like, ha, I, he saw the writing on the wall when he walked in the door, and he was just like, oh, yeah, this is a shit show. Like, we have to, like – I think of uh, – I always think back of um, – <laughs> like, we need to do, like, a, a skit of, like, Marcus Freeman's interview at LSU for the defensive coordinator position. Like, and what <laughs> – like, what he saw, and then, like, he decided – Nah, I'm gonna go to Notre Dame. Like, uh, like this is like, I I could just imagine like, <laughs> like what an interview was like with Edson. They're popping pork rinds. And hey. it's like we know Durante and all that, and like, um, but there was only certain guys that were gonna be able to take those jobs. Like, mm-hmm. they they knew they knew you may have had a lame duck coach like that was there and. You saw the operation. You saw the organization there, and it's like there's only certain guys that are gonna that need the opportunity to take that job. And Marcus Freeman didn't have to do that. Like, uh, who was the other guy from the, the Mississippi State defensive coordinator that walked in and basically walked out? Um,
2: oh, um, yeah, Zach something.
0: Yeah, I forget his last name, but yeah, yeah. the same thing. It was like, no, I'm gonna go stay with Mike Leach. Yeah, like that's rough. That's a rough look. Yeah. um anyway yeah all right so uh yep. all right well good talk um let's uh a few of our uh, other of our sponsors we need to get to here um bocock brothers cigars um our guys over at bocock uh doug and bryant uh been with us uh from for a while now Um. Uh, out of the houston area they they live and work in houston uh started a um started a cigar company about two years ago and they're just now kind of like getting it's starting to blow up they're going to different events all the time uh showcasing their cigars he just gave me a new package of uh, a couple of new boxes of cigars just came in uh, we appreciate those guys um and then also uh courtesy automotive group um uh, brandon lajan over at courtesy automotive group uh fantastic with us he's our og sponsor uh call brandon uh you can see his number on the screen 337-224 uh, one eight six seven, and you can text him. Uh, you can send him a message on Facebook if you have a car you're looking for. If it, even if it's not at their shop, he'll search it, you'll find it, and he will. Uh, they can even do a deal with you, uh, with you not having to come to laugh yet. Um, so you can actually deliver a car to you, he can send you all the paperwork. It's just the way of doing business now in the car industry. So call Brandon. Uh, and look at that bald head, he loves that that clean dome uh he's going all the basketball games we need to talk a little bit about basketball um I'm two and oh two and oh he's he's on the mcmahon yeah. train here I mean, so uh let's
2: talk about that basketball team real quick
0: yeah let's do that uh did you go to any of the games
2: yet i went to the the opener against okay. uh, the uh, kangaroos but uh it, this feels like a three-man team right now i don't feel like there's anyone else on this team and if you watched the arkansas state game you would understand why uh are only th- there were only three guys on the team who made a field goal er- everyone else was either 0 for or didn't shoot a-, a field goal attempt at all right um, those are Adam Miller justice Hill and uh KJ Williams only three guys that made a shot and then there were two other guys that made some free throws it was Trey Hannibal and uh Phillips um just not <laughs> just not, you know and we expected this we didn't have super high hopes. I think some people did, but, uh, it's just not a good basketball team right now. And there's just some guys that haven't stepped up that maybe are going to step up at some point, but if they don't step up, then this is going to be a long year. Uh, I think Adam Miller is sick. You know, he had 26 against Arkansas state on Saturday. Um, he he's going to be good all year. KJ Williams is going to be good all year. He, I mean, you can just see him. Uh, we had some Uh, we were fortunate to get some pretty good spots against uh, Kansas city. I mean, although it's not like tickets were tough to come by. It was a, you know, it was pretty empty at the uh, PMAC, but uh, KJ Williams is he's, he's massive Uh, and his game's going to translate to the sec. No doubt. In my opinion, Uh, justice Williams. I I like his game. Uh, I saw someone said that he needs to work on his decision-making, but that's not what I saw. I thought he does a pretty good job of always, you know, He'll pass up on a three, hit the extra pass, pass up on a three, drive, uh, kick a lot. Um, I think I think he's a smart player. Um, and I think if we can get maybe two more guys to step up and kind of be like significant contributors, I was hoping that guy would be Milani, but yeah. so far I haven't really seen that from him.
0: You feel like he's just um just reverted into like a, a, a three and D guy?
2: Yeah, and that's and maybe that's okay. Um, cause I mean, he is real good on defense and I, he, he, well, you
0: remember, you remember his like freshman year, he came in he was like, I mean, he was like all over the boards. He was like above the rim all the time.
2: Yeah. And, and like, well, now I, I feel saw, like he's
0: kind of standing back more.
2: We were right behind the bench on, uh, for the first game. And, uh, I, I thought he looked, he looked like a leader. You know, he was like the vocal guy is what it looked like. And Adam Miller does a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, but I like to see that because, um, if he's gonna be like this defensive, you know, hit some threes here and there, I just like the big. His biggest problem has that has been that he's been a liability on defense for, throughout his career. Uh, I mean, on offense, sorry. Um,
0: I was say, yeah, Why,
2: yeah. No. I yeah. Mean, he's, he's great at defense. I think on offense, it's just. I mean, all he has is just being a spot up shooter, and sure. he can. I think a lot of times when he has those open threes, I mean, he hits them at a pretty decent clip. So. You know, shoot it sometimes, but a lot of times, if yeah. he'd start passing up on those and start driving, he could be a real good player, and he could average you know eight to ten points a game. Or, or don't take the shot, pass it
0: off, and crash the rim. Like that he's too. one of those guys that I, I I see. He flies, dude. Yeah, he flies. He can get some garbage points. He's like one out. of those
2: forty-two-inch vertical guys. I mean, it's he's, crazy
0: he's, to have a forty-two-inch vertical guy just standing back behind the arc all the time. Like that's that's kind of what I'm.
2: I see a lot of speed. You know really? who
1: showed up on my TV the other day? Who's that? Eric Gaines. Oh, oh playing for UAB.
0: UAB.
2: Yeah. Hey, UAB. Fuck. Jesus Christ, dude, he's a freak. You saw he got ejected from the first game. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't see that? What happened? Uh, pff, I'd have to ask Sam. He would know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he was just he was just jawing. That's all. Yeah. Uh he's just mouthing. Oh, my favorite uh, player of all time. He, it, dude, he's Ugh. fun. I'm so upset that we didn't keep it. I mean, him. Being on this team would have been like the piece that we needed, probably. Yeah. Um, him, so Justice, funny. and uh, Adam Miller would have been a pretty sweet backcourt. But yeah. you no, know, it's, it's 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 he's not there. Uh he, he is like guy that's in the backcourt is uh Trey Hannibal. Uh, mm-hmm. he gets a lot of playing time, yeah. and he, dude, he's thick. I mean, he's got to be like six four. Maybe, six, maybe smaller than that. Maybe like 6'2", six 6'3". Six but he's, he's got to be like 230 pounds. I mean, he's a fucking brick wall. I mean, he's huge. Um, and he plays aggressive. He, I From what I saw, he looked like he was playing good defense. But, I mean, it's against Kansas City. So we'll see. Once yeah. he actually play a real team, how that actually looks. But um, he looked like he's a bit of a maybe offensive liability as well. Uh, but, you know, it's early. Team's got to gel. So there's going to be guys that step up. I just don't know who it's going to be yet. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it is play play a good amount of guys
0: now and see who's going to be able to translate mm-hmm. on the court. I could
2: um, see flopping all year. Yeah, I mean, um, you got you got a lot
0: of depth to where you can do that. I know he doesn't want to play a ton of guys at one time, but like yeah. I think he's got a lot of time to figure out what
2: his rotation is going to be like. So there's a couple um, bigger guys too. Uh, I think I think his name's Jalen Phillips. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he's like seven footer.
0: That's the uh, in it, four or five star. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's it. Um, I feel like
0: Will Wade there. didn't do that though.
1: Especially even if he but, had a bunch of new guys on the team, he would just stick with five or
0: uh, like a like a one well, group. Where yep. you been, Charlie? I yep. mean, this is your first basketball season with us. You're gonna yeah, find it's... out that this is what our conversation was my entire time with Will Wade was that we finally got fucking depth. Charlie, you have. Will Wade. To...
2: You have no idea the bag of worms you just opened with Matt. Yeah. Uh, when you when you
0: have twelve scholarship guys and you only play eight of them, yeah, like and mm-hmm. uh, and the other four are actually like, you know, solid players, three one to four stars. Sharif. Yeah, <laughs> like play these guys, like at least spell. Uh, Josh Gray, that was always that was the one that was always like. It was, it was Jack's laughing because we've that. had this conversation a million times. But like Josh Gray was on the bench, he's at South Carolina now. But like Josh Gray was on the bench, even as a freshman, he's a seven footer, 240. Like he's a body that you could spell somebody and at least get a foul, at least yeah. get a foul for like play two to three minutes in a game. That's all I want. I don't want anything Go out there, worse. get a tech, knock that dude over. Yeah, take a foul. And get him out of there and get a quick rest for somebody else. So that was it. Holy! Crap. I'm off. I'm off my soap soapbox. Sorry. Until next. I week. didn't mean to do that. I was just Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. You made a very bad mistake. Now <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be thinking about why don't we play ten men on the on the court? Why why did Miles Brennan have happy feet in uh, Mississippi State 2020? Uh, there's all these things that are triggers for me. And that was one of them. Uh, so let's end it on that. Let's end yeah. on that happy note. Well, before, uh, we do, did, well, before we do that, we need to go over our. Uh, I just want to uh, show this real quick. Can y'all see
2: this? Yes. Check this shit out. You see going
1: through it between
2: every Are y'all seeing this? <laughs> Look at how much snow is going on. Well, I mean, sure so.
1: It's like a green screen.
2: How crazy is that? That's a lot of snow. Good. Is that happening right now? Yeah, that's the Hustle right. Belt.
0: This is the first carry first- for shit! The Hustle Belt. Uh huh.
2: That's I what I like they, that name. That's what they. That's what the Sun Belt named their conference, apparently. <laughs> or no, no, no. That's not the Sun Belt, though. No, that's the. Uh, um, that was the Mac. MAC. Is that the MAC?
0: Yeah, yeah. Central Mac, Michigan.
2: Mac-ction, baby. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's
0: from an account called the Hustle Belt. Oh okay. Um. All right, so we got to go over score predictions for this week. Uh, yep. UAB. Um. Uh, yeah. What do you guys got? I know. I think. Uh, I think you already know, right?
1: Uh, give me, give me fifty to ten. Fifty to ten.
0: Fuck Baby. you, AB. Wow. Oh, wow. Holy cow! You hate Sam. Oh my god.
2: Goodness gracious. All right.
0: I going to get the fuck
1: out of that stadium as soon as possible,
2: dude. Okay. I'm just praying it's like a three-score game at half because I kind of. It's just gonna be so cold, dude, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be like ten o'clock at halftime too. Like,
1: yeah, right. Exactly. A, Somebody's gonna die.
2: Somebody died. I'm not a complainer and you know, I'm not a big like leave it halftime guy, but like this, if you're ever gonna leave at halftime, it's this is the this week to do it. I'm hoping yeah. we just carry him early. Uh if they if we don't, you know, you obviously you gotta stay. But um, um Yeah. It is what it is. Uh I, I got I was at twenty seven to ten earlier today. I think I'm at uh I think I'm at thirty one to ten now. Uh Okay. I think, uh, or 34 to 10. I'll go 34. 34 so,
0: to 10. Okay. Because yeah. you're close uh, to the main. Just,
2: just another touchdown. Yeah. I okay. think, uh, I think, I think we do put them away. I think we do put them away early. I think the offense is going to come out. You know, they had their bad week just now. And now I think the receivers are going to be, you know, and obviously Jaden Daniels is going to be hungry to just go, go out there and put some yards up. So, right. Uh, I, I think Kayshawn with a trio. Yeah. I think, I think oh, we're probably. Okay. I think we're up something like 17 to 3 or uh in the after uh half. So um, I I'm close to that. I'm 31 to 13
0: and I I just don't see a team like UAB able to score a lot of points against us. Um and I think I think honestly us scoring 31 points against UAB isn't like setting the world on fire. So I I just don't see I th- I think it's just the other way, like the def- our defense putting the clamps on them to where We'll probably have good field position, things like that, and we can kind of just keep the game going along. And honestly, they're not a bad team. Um, so if anybody thinks that yeah. going in, like they need to understand that UAB is not—they're
2: not, like, fine though. G five team, you know, they're they're one of exactly. the better, they're one of the better G five teams. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. Speaking of G five, we need to get Tulane Billy on here maybe next week. Oh, uh, Jesus, yeah. Tulane—we uh, don't have Tulane Billy on this it, year. We're never going to have him.
2: Tulane Tulane lost to UCF this past week, but they're not out of the American conference race. Yeah. Those are divisions there. So if they beat SMU at home this week, it's their favorite. Uh, And then the the tough parts, they got to go on the road, beat Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, And then the following week, they would have to go to UCF and beat them in the American championship game. Yeah. So it's a tough road, but if they do somehow win the next three weeks, uh, I wouldn't pick that to happen, but if they do do it, then they'll be in the Cotton Bowl. And LSU might be in the Cotton Bowl too, so we'll see. Wow. yeah,
0: uh, That would be fun. Alright, so let's wrap it up. Been a good yeah. podcast tonight. Um, uh, we, we took a week off, and now we just went a little early, a little later, I mean, for oh, the yeah. uh, episode, but uh, it's fine. Um, no. Alright, for uh, Charlie, we got Jack here. It has been One Team One Podcast.
2: Logan no, out. Okay. Rockin' the button.